Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of carcinoid syndrome from the endocrine section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 32-year-old woman presents to the clinic with complaint of diarrhea for the past three months. She states that her diarrhea has been watery and not greasy, and she has not seen any blood in the toilet bowl. Upon further questioning, she states that she has also experienced wheezing and skin peeling on her hands and feet. On physical examination, the patient's face and neck appear edematous. This is a case of carcinoid syndrome. Let's now get into the topic. Let's start with an introduction about carcinoid syndrome. In terms of an overview, carcinoid syndrome is a rare syndrome that is caused by the metastasis of carcinoid tumors that secrete high levels of serotonin or 5-HT. The treatment is usually with surgical resection or octreotide. In terms of the epidemiology and incidence, this condition is rare. The incidence is 1 to 2 cases per 100,000 individuals. With respect to the demographics, it most frequently occurs in patients between 50 to 70 years of age. With respect to the pathophysiology, it involves metastasis of carcinoid tumors that produce serotonin. Carcinoid tumors most commonly are located in the ileum and appendix in 90% of cases. Carcinoid tumors arise from neuroendocrine cells. Note that carcinoid syndrome is observed if there is metastasis of the tumor outside of the GI system. If there is metastasis to the liver, first-pass metabolism of secreted serotonin is disrupted and hormones reach the systemic circulation. In terms of associated conditions, the main medical condition associated with carcinoid syndrome is pellagra caused by niacin or vitamin B3 deficiency. Note that all tryptophan is consumed in making excess 5-HT. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation, including symptoms and physical exam findings of carcinoid syndrome. The most common symptoms are cutaneous flushing, recurrent diarrhea due to increased bowel motility, abdominal cramps, and asthma-like wheezing. The main physical exam findings are erythema, pellagra skin lesions, wheezing, hepatomegaly from metastases, and pulmonary systolic and diastolic heart murmur due to cardiac involvement that causes carcinoid heart disease. This primarily occurs on the right side of the heart. Note that the tricuspid valve is most commonly affected. Let's now discuss the diagnostic imaging modalities used to diagnose carcinoid syndrome. CT scan is indicated to localize the primary tumor. This assesses the extent of tumor spread and metastases. An IN-111 octreotide scan is indicated to localize the primary carcinoid tumor and recurrences. In terms of other diagnostic studies, including lab studies, you could do measurement of urinary excretion of 5-HIAA, and this is the best initial test. Urinary excretion of 5-HIAA equal to or greater than 25 mg per day is diagnostic. Note that 5-HT is degraded to 5-HIAA and excreted in the urine. In terms of a differential diagnosis, the main differential to keep in mind is VIPOMA. The key distinguishing factor for VIPOMA is that it presents with WDHA syndrome. W stands for watery, D stands for diarrhea, H stands for hypokalemia, and A stands for achlorhydria. So watery diarrhea, hypokalemia, and achlorhydria. Note that this condition may present with flushing similar to carcinoid syndrome, but no wheezing or right-sided heart murmurs are present. 
Let's now discuss the treatment of carcinoid syndrome. Surgical treatment involves surgical resection of the tumor, and this is indicated as first-line treatment. This reduces the tumor mass and achieves symptom remission. Medical treatment involves the use of octreotide and other somatostatin analogs. These drugs are indicated to alleviate flushing and diarrhea. In terms of complications, the main complication of carcinoid syndrome is carcinoid heart disease. Its incidence is up to 50% of patients with carcinoid syndrome. In terms of risk factors, higher urinary levels of 5-HIAA is associated with greater risk of progression of carcinoid heart disease. In terms of treatment, the main treatment modality of carcinoid heart disease is somatostatin analogs. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over a few questions to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. First question, a 45-year-old African-American woman presents to the clinic for complaints of intermittent diarrhea and mouth sores for the past three months. The symptoms began shortly after a trip to Kenya where she volunteered at a medical clinic. The diarrhea is described as intense, explosive, and refractory to conventional anti-diarrheal medications. She reports intermittent flushing, abdominal pain, and forgetfulness, but denies fevers, chills, shortness of breath, palpitations, or nausea or vomiting. Her past medical history is unremarkable. Physical examination demonstrates significant inflammatory skin changes such as erythematous patches with peeling skin, but is otherwise unremarkable. What is the most appropriate treatment for this patient? 1. Corticosteroids 2. Infliximab 3. Loperamide 4. Octreotide or 5. Zidovudine And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, octreotide. This patient has carcinoid syndrome as characterized by flushing, diarrhea, and pellagra marked by the symptoms of diarrhea, dementia, sores, and skin changes. The most appropriate treatment for carcinoid syndrome is octreotide. Remember, carcinoid syndrome refers to the perineoplastic syndrome that occurs secondary to carcinoid tumors, which are well-differentiated neuroendocrine tumors that originate in the digestive tract, lungs, or rarely the kidneys or ovaries. It is a result of the endogenous secretion of serotonin and to a lesser extent calocrean. Carcinoid syndrome generally does not occur when the tumor is localized at the digestive tract as the hepatic portal circulation metabolizes the released serotonin. The most common clinical presentation includes flushing and diarrhea. Pellagra can also occur due to the overproduction of serotonin, which depletes the body's niacin store. Symptomatic relief of the syndrome can be accomplished via octreotide, which is a somatostatin analog that decreases the secretion of serotonin. Let's now discuss the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, corticosteroids are an anti-inflammatory treatment for various diseases. They can be used for acute exacerbations of Crohn's disease, which can present with diarrhea and abdominal pain. However, this patient's flushing and pellagra suggest carcinoid syndrome. Answer choice 2, infliximab is a monoclonal antibody against tumor necrosis factor alpha and can be used in the treatment of inflammatory bowel disease. Answer choice 3, loperamide is an agonist at mu opioid receptors. It is used for its ability to slow the gut and therefore provide anti-diarrheal effects. 
Although this may provide temporary symptomatic relief, it does not address the ultimate cause of this patient's symptoms. And finally, answer choice 5, zidovudine is a nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitor, or NRTI, used in the treatment of human immunodeficiency virus, or HIV. Although HIV can present with diarrhea, sores, and dementia, this patient's other symptoms, such as flushing, suggest carcinoid syndrome. In addition, NRTIs are never to be used as a monotherapy and should be combined with other medications to prevent resistance. In summary, carcinoid syndrome can be symptomatically treated with octreotide. Next question. A 54-year-old male presents to his primary care physician with complaints of severe diarrhea, flushing of the face, and several incidents of trouble breathing over the past week. A CT scan is obtained and shows a primary tumor in the small bowel as well as metastasis to the liver. The patient is referred to a surgeon for further management. The surgeon schedules a date to attempt surgical removal of all tumor tissue. The surgeon also decides to start the patient on a medication to control symptoms prior to surgery. Which of the following medications is the best choice for the management of this patient's symptoms? 1. Propranolol 2. Phenoxybenzamine 3. Octreotide 4. Propylthiouracil or 5. Sumatriptan. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 3, octreotide. This patient is suffering from carcinoid syndrome due to a primary carcinoid tumor metastasizing to the liver. Octreotide is a somatostatin analog used to control the symptoms of carcinoid syndrome or employed in the preoperative period before removal of the tumor. Remember, the classic presentation of carcinoid syndrome is due to excess levels of serotonin, or 5-HT, and includes diarrhea, facial flushing, right-sided heart pathology including tricuspid insufficiency and pulmonary stenosis, and bronchospasm leading to wheezing and trouble breathing. Carcinoid tumors within the GI tract that have not metastasized to the liver will not cause symptoms of carcinoid syndrome as the liver metabolizes the 5-HT that is fed into the portal circulation. Let's now review two citations related to this topic. In the first citation, Robertson et al. discusses the presentation and management of carcinoid tumors. Carcinoid tumors may originate in the foregut including lungs, bronchi, stomach, midgut including small intestine, appendix, proximal large bowel, or hindgut including the distal colon and rectum. Although carcinoid syndrome is relatively rare, it is most commonly associated with tumors originating in the midgut. In the second citation, Broder et al. review the use of high-dose octreotide long-acting repeatable or LAR for the treatment of flushing and diarrhea associated with gastrointestinal neuroendocrine tumors. The FDA recommends up to 30 mg per month of octreotide for symptom and tumor control in this patient population. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, beta blockers are useful in limiting the hyperadrenergic effects seen with hyperthyroidism. Answer choice 2, phenoxybenzamine is a non-selective alpha-adrenergic blocker. Alpha blockers may be used to treat hypertension, Raynaud's disease, or scleroderma. Answer choice 4. Propylthiouracil is an antithyroid medication used in the management of hyperthyroidism to decrease further synthesis of thyroid hormone. 
And finally, answer choice 5, sumatriptan is a serotonin agonist that may exacerbate the symptoms of carcinoid syndrome. And that's all for this review about carcinoid syndrome. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullets Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 1 podcast.